Welcome to Dogfin Radio. Hello, spider friends. Oh, it's Stanley. Excelsior. <laughs> you do a horrible Stanley. I do. It's a terrible Stanley. Uh, I'll, I won't do it in front of him, I swear. If we get if we get Stanley, I won't do the impression. Please, dear God, don't. I'll try not to. I yeah, just... don't, don't fanboy it up like that. I will, though. <laughs> we'll be banned. Oh, uh, hi, Mr. Stan. Um, I've seen, I seen everything that you've been in, and um, that includes your hotel room. <laughs> uh, can, can I have some comics now? <laughs> See, I'm scared right now, now. Exactly. That's exactly how I'll sound. I'm so scared. What? Actually, that'll be what happens if we get the the Chloe Bennett chick, because it'll be like that, except it'll be a little bit more creepy, and and Bill Cosby like. Oh dear God! Too soon. Would you like a cappuccino, Miss? <laughs> hey, in case you haven't figured out, no, that's no. No. <laughs> hey, in case you haven't figured out, that's Randy, and I'm John. Oh hi! Oh, this is Randy. <laughs> I'm John. What's going on, everybody? All right, guess we can get into some. Random news for once. Oh, yes. Randomness is always fun. All right. So, let's see. It is with a heavy heart and a solemn voice that I do recognize the passing of our one of our great and um, influential TV shows of our time. Gone before it even had a chance to bring joy to the masses. Constantine got canceled. <laughs> that was not worth the taps. <laughs> what? I like that show. It might get picked up by Netflix. Maybe. Or Hulu. The lesser known Netflix. Well. <laughs> that's the tagline. Hulu. We, we watch Netflix through the windows. <laughs> no, what it's going to be like, Hulu, we're like Netflix, but still have commercials. <laughs> Even though you're paying for them. God, I hope we don't ever get sponsored by Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Hulu. No, we were just making fun of it. We were just poking fun. We love Stan Lee and Hulu so much. <laughs> don't forget the cup of balls. <laughs> so, but not all is lost because it is a TV show and it is a DC show. So it may still have a home somewhere else. Hopefully not along the same lines as Green Lantern in the movie. Oh, God, no. But one of our main proponents is Stephen Amell. Okay. The Arrow himself has stated that if Constantine comes back, he will do a crossover episode. Now, that would be interesting. Very interesting indeed. Bad ass. That means I would have to actually watch it. Yes, exactly. Since you don't even watch TV that much. No, I have TiVo. I watch all my little things and then I binge watch on whenever I'm not working. Constantine was fun. Anyway, hopefully it'll find a nice home somewhere. We're talking, they're talking sci-fi, they're talking, they're talking CW. And Netflix. And the lesser known Netflix clone. Hulu. Hulu. (laughs) But, I mean, I think it's just a matter of the ratings and a lot of people, they just didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, almost forgot. There's another one that they're they're thinking of going to also. Mm. Crackle. If you have a Sony PS3 or 4, hey, look, free movies that you don't have to pay for. You stream them. That's definitely going to bring up the viewership crackle. Yeah. We saw how well that worked for PlayStation Home. Aww. Anyway, I'm sure I'm sure all the bootleg copies you can find on the internet will be around so you can catch up on the episodes of Constantine. Well, are you still streaming it at least, or is that gone too? No, nah, it's done too. Wow. 
So they're shopping it around. It's not completely dead. It's just on life support. And we, I've, you know, there are have been a few shows that have come back from that. Not selfie. Not um, to all you Doctor Who fans. Yeah. Yes, Karen Gilliam was on there. How many episodes is the last six? Six. Uh, maybe three. Yeah, maybe. She got know. wet in at least two of them, so that's all I remember. Yeah, that, that would bring up the ratings for that week. Yes, yes, it would. It'd bring up something else, too. Oh, dear God. Hello, spider friends. It's my penis. That's your hockey puck. What if I'm Stan Lee? Still, you're not Stan Lee, so it's a hockey puck. They call it Thor's hammer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Only from Mr. Fantastic. you can lift it with a mouse. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's Mr. Fantastic's. It can go to any size and any length, what but the comic a, code won't let it. What if he it the thing? <laughs> Stanley's penis is like the thing. It's massive and it can crush rocks. Isn't it made of rock? No. That's what the thing is. Well, last time I saw Stanley's penis. <laughs> you never have. At least that, not that I know of. I'm kind of worried now. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, and they might, they may still use the character of Constantine in Arrow. So, in Arrow, they're, like the crossover will go both ways. Stephen Amell will be on Constantine and... I forget the guy's name, but Constantine himself will maybe jump on to season four of Arrow. Okay. Because we did get a little bit of magic in season three of Arrow. And that's the one thing that I like about the DC you know, television universe is they're integrating a little bit more magic. It is something that you see towards the end of a, ser- of a TV show's life, like in Smallville, ep- like season nine. They, start, they brought in Zatanna for like one episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I want to see more. I want to see Zatanna done right. I want to see Justice League Dark brought into play. Justice League Dark got canned, too. But they were going to do it with uh, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Was going to do a, a movie, Justice League Dark. So Okay, be- now that I can get probably get behind on that exactly. one. Exactly. So we're talking Constantine, Zatanna, Deadman, um, Mist, and... Enchantress, all like, and Enchantress is already in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So that'd be another character that jumps over. So I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how that goes. I'm oh. very curious to see how that goes too. Well, let's talk about your thing. You had a console thing. But yeah, with that, we'll get to that as soon as we have a little word from our sponsors. Comic Palooza 2015 is almost here. You'll see your favorite celebrities, comic book creators, and authors. Hear super cool musical acts. Experience crazed cosplay events, rowdy professional wrestlers, raucous roller derby girls, literally thousands of hours of programming, and so much more. Remember, Comic Palooza at the George R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas. Memorial Day weekend, May 22nd to 25th. Get your passes today. Head over to www.comicpalooza.com for all the details. And we're back. Oh, let's see. But yeah, I do have a little review for you from the video game world of classic video games. The system, it's actually a decent system I came across called the Retron 5. That sounds like another failed TV pilot. No, this one's actually pretty nice. It, it takes With this, it runs the Famicom games, the Nintendo games, Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, and Sega Genesis. Wow, she takes all comers. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also does Game Boy and Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Color. It's like a Kim Kardashian of video games. She just takes it all in the mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's a whole thing of fun. Like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no, Kim Kardashian is not fun at all. She's just nasty. Scarlett Johansson sounds like fun. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm on a tangent. Go ahead. You were saying about video games. But, yeah, either way with this one. 
instead of having to have a separate console, pull out your old Nintendo or Super Nintendo or Fam- Super Famicom out of mothballs. You just got one system here that runs on HDMI and it takes all the games and when you plug it in, it actually downloads the game into itself. So better streaming, better graphics, so you can actually go through and tweak it with different filters so you can have high quality. If you want to look at up to, upscales is up to, I believe, 720p. Nice, that is good. So there you are playing Turtles, the arcade game, in HD. <laughs> okay, nice segue. Oh, yeah. So cool. Turtles. <laughs> Speaking of Turtles, uh, on set today on Ninja Turtles 2 with the, um, I guess, quote-unquote actress, Megan Fox, is doing a scene. She's with... an actress? She's not, well, she's not a porn star. Almost. Yeah, well. <laughs> she doesn't. She don't get naked enough to be a porn star. No, but she's kind of like how, like, the old Marilyn Monroe, the only reason that she even got on the screen, because, well, she's hot. I don't know. Marilyn at least could act. Yeah, but she always got the bubbly redhead. That's right. I believe that Marilyn did not know that 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 sewer grate was going to blow hot air in her cooch. I believed her. It wasn't a sewer grate. It was a subway vent. Close enough. It was was New York. That was the Ninja Turtles (laughs) themselves all... (laughs) All blowing at once. That was Raphael swinging, or no, I was thinking of Michelangelo. That was Michelangelo swinging his ninjucks around and making an air current right up that cooch. Okay, we can redo that one. Okay. So that was Michelangelo. <laughs> Not that further back. Speaking yeah, of turtles. <laughs> Speaking of turtles, um, April O'Neil from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was on set today with Megan Fox on the set of the new Ninja Turtles. See, I say Ninja Turtles because... Uh, Michael Bay in his infinite wisdom. Uh, Quote unquote infinite wisdom. Define infinite wisdom. Um, (laughs) He does stupid shit and people give him a lot of money. Yeah, there we go. So, infinite wisdom with his quote unquote actress, Megan Fox. Which is terrible. They share a scene with the Aprils. It's so cool. Old April meets new April for like 15 seconds and then we all go home. Yeah. She was really cute back in the day, though. Old April? Yeah. I don't know her name. Neither do I either. It's something to Google later. I think it's something like Julia Hogue. I don't know. But, I, I mean, we can look it up later. Yeah. But that's a cool little scene that happened today. As well, Stephen Amell is also in Ninja Turtles 2 playing uh, Casey Jones. So that's going to be fun. We're going to see. Like gonna Casey see Jones? Shit out of people. Maybe they'll do, do a reprise of the old Casey Jones versus Raphael. Probably. That'd um, be nice. That'd be a good fight scene to see. In this yeah, scene. So maybe they use the old lines like, you gotta know where the crumpet is to understand what a cricket is. You gotta understand crumpet before you understand cricket. But at least for this one, we'll get Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, we're getting those guys now? Yeah, that's gonna be coming out in Turtles 2. Fuck. Fuck. Hey, it's better than the original Turtles 2 where you had Toka and Razor. I like those guys. They were like little screaming. They were funny. Yeah. Maybe these will be funny, because maybe. But will they Super have... Shredder. Oh, they have Super Shredder all knocked up on heroin. And vanilla ice. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> We're going to get sued. <laughs> Just don't go any further than that. It's fine. Yeah. I don't remember this song. I'm trying to... I'm sitting here like... It's Ninja song? Ninja Rap. Ninja! Ninja, ninja Rap! Okay. okay, yeah, we had our little childhood moment there. Yeah. Speaking of childhood moments... Hey, segue. Hey, we're segueing back. Brad Bird has announced that he is now in production of The Incredibles 2. Ooh. Yes. 
Hopefully it'll feature the Underminer. And I thought they tried to continue that when they did the video game and they threw the Underminer in that one. They may have. I didn't play the video game. Neither did I. I saw the review for it. But I want to see a movie with the Underminer now. Just because. Yeah. Or at least like the 10 seconds, like, you know, them stopping the Underminer. And then it'll be probably more about the story of how the birds are leaving the nest. So Dash yeah. and Violet are leaving and going off to college. And Jack-Jack, why would you name a kid Jack-Jack? Because you lost a bet, obviously. Probably. <laughs> Frozo said he couldn't do it. <laughs> and then he did, and then he, like, he lost the bet anyway. And then you got a toddler with shape-shifting powers. Scary. That's going to be some shit that's going to come up later, obviously. Probably. Since I don't, I mean, they barely know it, right? Well, they found out, like, right at the end of the movie. Yeah. And I hope Syndrome comes back. Like, he didn't die. Well, you he just didn't, got you, horribly well, mangled. You, yeah, you didn't really see him die, but you saw the ship explode after he got sucked into the turbine. Yeah, but that's a that's a comic book death. That's not a true death. Yeah, unless you see him die on on screen or in the frame. Spoilers. How's it spoilers? <laughs> not him. I know where you're going with it. I don't spoilers. know where I'm going with it either. But either way, let's segue back to the Retron real quick. Okay. But yeah, with that, if you have any of the Famic- the old Super Famicom games, like, say, the Japanese import of Chrono Trigger. Ooh. Which, with that, that game is heavy in dialogue. You can't read it on a regular Super Nintendo, but with the Retron, you can actually download the language patch. Cool. That translates it all to English, and you can- it has a built-in SD card slot, so you can save all your games to there. I want one now. Sounds like I really could use this one. Yeah. And it has all slots on the side, so you can put... It has its regular wireless controller, which is a big brick, kind of yeah. like the old Nintendo controllers. Yes. But it has slots on the side, so you can have Player 1 and Player 2 on for Nintendo, Sega, and Super. Whoa. Cool. And you can button map the, the controllers, even the ones, the original controllers, to how you play. All right. Now I'm, in, now I'm into this. I want this. Put it on my Amazon list. I'll put it on your Amazon list. Yes. But so far, the only place I can find that's in town that sells it is Game Over Video Games. And where is that located again? It's on 59 in Edlow, right across from the old Summit or Compact Center, or what is it called now? What church? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Super Give Us All Your Money Church? Yeah, close to that, yes. Yeah. There's also the one off of uh, Bay, Bay Area Boulevard. Yeah, there's one in Bay Area, and then they just opened. I uh, got a couple in, couple in Austin. San Antonio, and then they got one in Seattle, Washington. This tangent has been brought to you by Game Over Video Games. <laughs> but yeah, check out the main one at 59 Edlow if you're in Houston. They're going to have a booth at the con. Ooh, yes. Yes. I got to put my little little shout out to them on that one. Yeah. And also the store that's on 59 Edlow, that one's going to be open also. Because the one it's going is the one from Bay Air, from the Bay Area. Oh, okay. So... I'll have a full supply of retro games ready for your buying pleasure so you can walk in, go shut up, and take my money. Yes. Oh, speaking of that, something else is going to take my money. Star Wars Battlefield Ooh. comes out later on. Yeah, I tell just, us about that. I just heard that one of the playable vehicles you're going to have is the Millennium Falcon. Oh, my God. Yes. Somebody heard me the other day asking if I could get Chewie as my cockpit. As your cockpit? As my, my cockpit. cockpit. I thought she meant co-pilot. No, I'm gonna like put all my cocks inside of Chewie's ass. That would be cockpit. You do realize he's a guy, right? He's kind of like a dog. What? 
Which makes it okay. <laughs> We're going to have to edit this too. <laughs> but anyway, are they going to do the same thing like with the Easter egg that we found on the Star Wars trailer? If you fly across the desert, you'll see, oh look, there's a couple of space balls combing the desert with a comb. Uh, I need some clarification on that one before we like say that one's true. I think that's a hoax. Still, if it's a hoax, it's a really good one. That's a pretty good one. J.J. Abrams was a big, not only a great Star Wars fan, but a Mel Brooks fan as well. Hey, everyone's a Mel Brooks fan. Unless you're a commie. Jesus. <laughs> well, even then, you're a Mel Brooks fan. They're just heartless, and they, don't have, like, they, don't, they can't laugh at things. Well, then they're still a Mel Brooks fan. I guess. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Should we just go ahead and move on to Randy Remembers? Yeah, let's move on to Randy Remembers. Okay. Randy Remembers, something he read just recently that just came out. Actually, April 18th it came out. I got Convergence Episode Zero. Ooh. Yes. Um, Hold on, let me find my breadcrumbs. Oh, yes, you're going to need that one for this one. Because I open it up, and I'm pretty sure, because last time we left, I was on... Volume 4 of Justice League. But I believe this takes place later on because they were talking about Superman and how he got transported through a black hole. Oh. So essentially, Superman's in a black hole, comes out on this planet with what looks like a building-sized brainiac. Oh, that's going to be interesting right yeah. there. And he's like, you're not supposed to be here. You weren't supposed to follow me. No one's supposed to follow me. I'm going to have to get rid of you now. Yeah, but don't they always try to get rid of Brainiac every time? And there's always, like, some minuscule data bite that seems to survive every that's time? That's the funny thing about this, is that Brainiac in this universe apparently figured out that there's one key event in every single part of the multiverse. Apparently, they're bringing back the multiverse. Oh, God. There's one <laughs> event in every world, every version of the world, and that is the death of Superman. Yeah. Superman's death is this is the nexus point of all the realities. Superman always dies, essentially, and it's got a nice little splash, like a panel, of the new 52 Superman looking at all of his deaths. He got his fight against Doomsday, him restarting the sun, him dying in the Power Girl's arms, him getting beat in Kingdom Come. And it's like... Well, that's yeah. just sobering and it's right like, there. Yeah, imagine you're, you're a superhero who's near invincible, but you see yourself die in so many ways. It's almost like you see yourself die in so many ways, you kind of don't right. want to keep he going. Freaks out, and then he somehow he gets kicked off by this super robot onto this desolate planet. There's nothing for miles, not just miles, millions of miles. He's outside of space and time. And the first being he sees... Is another Brainiac. He's like, what are you doing here? Where's your city? You're not supposed to be here. Like, what are you talking about? I, where are you talking about my city? I just brought here by some kind of giant monster. Is it you, Brainiac? You one brought me here? I did not bring you here. The master brought you here. I just work for him, and I keep, I keep tabs on his cities. What cities? Essentially, this point that he has all these characters at. Or he, the master, or I'm going, I'm going with, he's the anti-monitor. That's what I'm going with. Because okay. in the DC universe, okay. anti-monitor and Brainiac always fight. And they both have the same kind of goal. Absorb everything and find new knowledge and then move on. 
but yeah. in this plane of existence, Brainiac from every aspect of DC world, you know. So we've got the animated series Brainiac. We've got um, we've got the Injustice Brainiac. We've got Brainiac Five from from the future. And okay. essentially, these Brainiacs are keeping tabs of the individual cities. There's the Bottle City of Candor. There's uh, there's Gotham City. There's uh, the Red Sun City, the uh, Red Sun Metropolis. There's, you know, the Metropolis from the 52. And yeah. he's like, you're not supposed to be here. Your city wasn't chosen yet, and that's where he's going next. And it's like, what are you talking about next? And then they blink him out. The planet itself blinks Superman off this planet and sends him back. Essentially, huh. what's happening is they all decide that they're going to test each of the worlds to see which one's the strongest, and that's the one that gets to survive. And if you are strong enough, you get to survive. So he's going. So Brainiac's going to travel through parallel worlds to find the one Superman, Justice League, whatever that can cut the mustard. And I think and that's what Convergence is. Convergence, and I'm just reading a little bit on the side. Convergence is Jeff Johns trying to make sense of the DC history because back in the day. And it, it really started with Flash. Back okay. in the day, Flash, his original name was Jay Garrett, the Golden Age Flash. Yeah, yeah the one with the helmet that right. vibrated and right. covered his face with he got ret- blur. Yeah, he got retconned and became Barry Allen a few years later. The problem is yeah. they're two different characters. They're two different, they have two different methods. One has supersonic speed. One has near light speed. And yeah. they didn't meet until Crisis on Infinite Worlds or Crisis on Multi-Worlds. Where they figured out that if they vibrate at the same, at the same frequency at the same time, they'll cross over and meet in the middle, mm. and that leads to where the multiverse comes in. And it was kind of a, a short, kind of way to mesh the DC universe from the old and the new together, and that way you have more access to all those characters. And on Jay Garrett's planet, Green Lantern is not part of a Green Lantern core. He's just a man who happens to have a ring that gave him magical powers that could manipulate whatever he thought. But does not work on wood. Exactly. Which is really odd. But he is infinitely strong. I've seen that guy alter time and space. There is Uncle Sam, which I was reading up on today, um, who is literally stronger than Black Adam. Stronger than Black Adam, but his power derives from the unending belief of America's strength. So if people start bad-mouthing America, he falls like Tinkerbell. That's, wow. But he, he is, but he, he won't survive in this day and age. He's like a spirit that, in, that in possesses a dying patriot and gives that patriot superhuman strength, invulnerability, uh, near omnipotence. So it's almost like Dr. Yeah. Fee almost. Yeah. Oh, and in, in the Civil War, he actually had so much he's turmoil in himself, he split into two characters Whoa. fought on either side of the war. Okay, like, well, that works real yeah, well with then, Civil War. Yeah, even yeah, like, war was over, they converged and brought it back to one character again. Because he, it's a spirit that keeps embodying this. You know, he's the spirit of America that keeps possessing dying patriots. And so, and, huh. in Convergence, they're going to talk about the Flashpoint universe where Bruce dies, but Thomas Wayne lives. They're going to talk about Earth thirty-five or Earth thirty-two, where Superman is black. They're going to talk about uh, the furry universe. The furry yes, universe. Where all the characters are actually animals and not people. Okay, so right. it's like Thundercats. Um, they're going to go back to where Batman was a vampire. They're going to go into the future with Terry McGinnis. 
Okay, now that's actually something I like to see. I like yeah. the Terry McGinnis like storylines. And then let's see, they're gonna you know, and it's just like we're trying to get everything that we've ever written back into a single solitary group because we had the Crisis on Infinite Worlds, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis, uh, Dead Worlds, Year Zero, the New Fifty Two Retcon. These are DC trying to mold itself back without using multiple worlds. And the problem is, you always end up going back to multiple worlds. Well, finally, here. This is how we're going to fucking fix it. Multiple worlds, whoever wins gets to stay. Everyone who else dies. Or the ultimate has, survival like game. Huntress and Power Girl, whoever has the best set of tits gets to stay. Well, that's usually how DC goes. Yes. It's terrible. Way yes, it is. Yes, it is. killed off, but then Power Girl gets to survive. Aww. Or Supergirl doesn't, in one concept, she dies, and the other one, she moves on to a different plant or a different time and falls in love with Clark, like an older or like a, a descendant of Clark Kent. Okay, see, this is kind of weird. It's almost like the. I, I don't know if it's like, I like it or. I'm interested. Like I'm interested. Jam- or a little slant off of it, but. Do you remember the movie, the DC animated movie that came out about uh, Aquaman and he's trying to get his crown didn't realize he is Aquaman the prince to Atlantis the throne of Atlantis yeah that's it that's yeah. the one yeah where Wonder Woman and Superman are oh, a yeah, thing yeah. yeah and here put on glasses Wonder Woman nobody will know who you are <laughs> I've actually read a little bit like article or strips about that I'm just segueing everywhere really cool. and I like that one because well we'll talk about that the strip I saw was Martha because it's not just the glasses. It's like Martha taught him how to slouch. Martha taught him how to dress. Dress in baggy clothes so you look like you're, you don't really have good fashion sense. Slouch so that way you seem less, you know, you're not as tall. Make sure you never make eye contact with anyone. You know, that way you, you seem weak and timid. See, that makes actually sense with uh, the Christopher right. Reeve Clark. And it's Kent. like, it's not oh, just mousy. the glasses. Martha and, and Jonathan Kent planned this out using using actors from a community college to try and create a, a separate identity from Superman. And it's like, okay. they did everything they could to try and make sure that Clark had a normal life and at least looked somewhat normal. Yeah. And I really want to get this passionate about Marvel comics, but I, I need help. I need to find like a list of Marvel comics that are like, these are the best Marvel comics you could read to start off with. Da-da-da-da, read these. I actually have a list for you. And I actually have the books at home. And they're not just little comic books. No, these are like little anthologies. It's Green Lantern, Black as Night. I read that one already. Did you read all of them? That's a good one to go with. Marvel one, though. Yeah, that's all I got right now. (laughs) I read Black as Night, and that's a movie I want to see. I mean... Actually, you know, the one person that would probably be able to give you a good list? Mm. Chuck from Bedrock City. Sounds like a good idea. We need to talk to Chuck. Yes, we do. We need to get him on the I'm show. I'm sure we'll have an episode with Chuck eventually. Just yeah, yeah. Every once in a while. Oh, yeah, because he does know. His brain is chock full of different comics, the storylines, the story arcs, Ooh, everything. And after my own heart. Oh, yeah. But that's that's Convergence, essentially. That's episode zero. And I'm going to go back to Bedrock this week and get one, two, three, four, because whatever. Uh, I tried not to spend my money, and I was like, okay, I'm going to let Zero speak for the rest of it. And now I'm like, I want to see hooked. what happens next. Because I want to see Black Superman. I'm, I'm curious to see how that works. Like, 
just takes out his massive dick and goes, Levels of. He's not gonna do that. I that out. I would so. I mean, Black. That's what Black Superman would do. He's like, he's flying around. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a plane with a watering hose. Oh God. <laughs> Hello, Lois. I'm from the planet Krypton. 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 You didn't hear like Marlon Brando say that, like the old no. Superman. That's how he said Krypton. He said Krypton. Krypton. I'm sorry, I got the old original animated Transformers movie playing in my head and it was going Orson Welles. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, we got anything else? Not really, um, other than we're going to be at Comic Palooza doing a podcast straight from the sh- oh, show yes. floor. So, if you're going to come, please come. Heckle us. We don't care. We just don't throw heavy oh, things at us. But they oh, hurt. Please throw bra sized heavy things at us. That'd be cool. Yeah. There is this one chick I want to see if she pop up. Not a cosplayer, not a famous not a cosplayer, one. Just, a famous just this random chick I saw one time. I want to have a serendipity moment. So it's like, you want to have a serendipity moment? Should I go get the book and just write the number in it and just like no, play it out? No, I'm looking for like a John Cusack thing where I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm like kind of awkward and she just falls into my lap because that'd be cool. Yeah, that... it can happen. Movies are real. Alone. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be interesting. And are you gonna be dressing up? Or are you still anti-cosplaying? Anti-cosplaying. And... Well, I'll be cosplaying. And actually, uh, you know, you see Silent Bob in all the movies, like, uh, oh, dear God, I'm trying to remember. That's a lot. My brain just shut down oh, for a second. Speaking of Silent Bob, Mallrats 2. That's it, Mallrats. Also this week. Um, so that's going to be coming out here pretty soon. No word if Ben Affleck is actually going to be in Mallrats 2 just yet, but no. Well, he's got to be because... The famous line, he's going to do someone in a very uncomfortable yeah, position. What, yeah, like in the back yeah, of a Volkswagen? Back of a Volkswagen. Which, I think he was in jail at the end of the movie, though. Yeah, at the end of the movie, yeah, he got oh, he got arrested. Well, they might throw him back in. You never know. Yeah, you That's see always Silent Bob with, like, the... scene with him in the prison, where then, the, like, the guy walks up behind him and goes, Do you bleed? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're just going to throw a whole other Batman Segway reference in that one. <laughs> But either way, like with, with Silent Bob, you always see him with like a Batman helmet or something like that. I can't find a Batman helmet to save my life for the con. So I did the next best thing. Force hammer and helmet. Works. <laughs> oh yeah, combine the helmet with the white hat. There you go. And just be throwing Thor's hammer around. You couldn't... We, okay. It seems like you could find someone to help you out make a like a baseball cap Batman yeah, helmet. Batman yeah, but helmet. it's 10 days to the con. I don't think I can really have time to do that yet. I'm still trying to do the other three. Oh, well, that's why I don't cosplay. It takes so much effort. Well, as you have all year, but I'm a procrastinator. I'm, everything's done, just like the little tidbit details. Like the red shirt that survived in the way mission. I got the shirt. I got the the engineering patch. Got the pants, but I got to figure out how to make it look like I have blast marks in the on the shirt where I got hit with a phaser. Barbecue. Barbecue? Just barbecue the shirt. 
Yeah, but I only have one shirt. Well, the thing I was going to do also was Link from Legend of Zelda, but homeless. Okay. Yeah. Did that last year. Came out pretty, oh, yeah. pretty good. Raving about your homeless link. Oh, yeah. Especially when I went outside to have a cigarette. And I made $30 because people thought I was actually paying you know, With the sword, shield, boomerang, a, pouches. Convention. Yes. Well, I'm holding a cardboard sign. I have my full beard going. And it's like the sign said, Save Princess, out of work, please help. And everyone just focused on the sign. Oh, it's cardboard. You're like the most ingenious <laughs> hobo ever. It's like, look at him. He doesn't spend any of his money on food. He just spends it on cosplay. And then he just comes back here. And like, he built, he started from the bottom and then he came up. I bet he didn't even have like a sword or anything when he started. Somebody just came up to him and said, here, take this. <laughs> it's dangerous to go alone. <laughs> And the last one, I just got to make sure I have enough batteries on me. Tron. And that costume lights cool. up. How did, did you ever get a, the solar panel thing to work on? Uh, no, that's going to be the next one I'm going to work on after this convention. It's going to take me a couple of months to yeah. perfect that. I know that's what you're trying to figure out, how to get solar panels on this big, that yeah, big behemoth. Yeah, so I'm going to have to have two separate battery packs and a switch between them so that the solar panels charge up one set of batteries while the other one works during Again, the day. still too much effort. I mean, I just, I just, it's fun. I have fun. Especially when I can take yeah. the disc off my I back. I have fun. I go down there. I take pictures of hot chicks. Give me outfits. And I walk home with a couple of comic books. I walk in there with, say, $4 bill signs worth of money. And I walk out of there with a couple of, maybe 50 cents. <laughs> it just screams show up and take Seriously, my money. You walk in there with all kinds of cash, credit cards, freaking galleons from Harry Potter, and then you leave out of there with nothing but three sickles a and a canoe. <laughs> yeah. But, fun convention. It was all four days Memorial Day weekend. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You see us running around there like little fanboys, but not with the... Raspy nope, voices. No raspy voices this time. Hopefully, I won't get sick. Well, see, that's what happens. You have yeah. to take your vitamins and wash your hands. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's it for today. For this week's episode, and we're gonna see what we can do. Also, we're having a little tr- technical difficulties with SoundCloud for our podcast. So, our current ones are gonna be uploaded there while we work on archiving our older episodes to YouTube. We'll see. Episode one's already on its way to being up, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Well, this is John. This is Randy. This has been Dogfin Radio.